Ellie, who's on your shirt? The Grinch. The Grinch. Why do you like the Grinch? Because he's on the radio. Because he throws things at the radio? Yeah. Yeah, and it's funny. Yeah. This is your first episode of The Upside. Welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I'm grateful that Callie gets to work for 1022 full time. Isn't it nuts that you've been working, you haven't had to go seek another job in, when did you get fired? 2009? 19. 2009. Not, sorry, 19. 2019. <laughs> I was just thinking before 2020. So you've been working for us since 2019. Yep. I'm working with us for oh, 10 months. I'm not going to tell you it's easy, but I am going to tell you we've paid our rent. So that's a good thing. Every month. <laughs> Every month and we our, paid our rent. And our health insurance. And our health insurance. Which is and some months we even get to order a pizza for dinner every now and again. I mean, you know, it's, it's fancy times over here, but it is impressive. And I think my quality of life has changed so much. Um, now, there's a lot more stress in our lives now, but, you know, I think hopefully it'll pay off at some point. Do you realize the reason I brought that up is uh, do you realize that this is the. Uh, today is the one-year anniversary of Robin's last broadcast. I thought it was yesterday. Mm, today's the sixth. No, I think it's today. maybe. Yeah, it was yesterday. It was the sixth. Yeah, it was yesterday. So it was yesterday. So one year. One year, my whole team got laid off, and I was in a state of, what is my life going to look like in the next year? And we had no idea. And now I'm at <laughs> a year later. I still don't know uh, what my life is going to look like in another year. But I'm here today, and that's good news. And I'm grateful you are. Thank you. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for my daily sock of choice. Your daily what? Sock of choice. I love oh, my socks. Sock. Like, They're what? not an advertiser anymore, but Bomba started me on them when they like hired us. They sent us like some free stuff. Yeah. And I continue to buy from them full price because we don't have a discount code anymore. And like I love these socks every day. Well, we should be using another podcaster's discount code. We should. Just we should. to support the podcasting ecosystem. Okay, so yesterday we didn't have a show. And we didn't mean to not have a show. But I, on Tuesday night, had a panic attack. And if you don't know and you've never had one, it's a little bit hard to describe. But... And it's going to sound a little dramatic if you've never had one. It feels like you are physically out of control. Like you can't control. My heart rate was elevated. My breathing was inconsistent. I know um, I know people who have gone to the emergency room thinking they were having a heart attack or a stroke. I know no less than two dozen people who have showed up at the ER saying, like one of my friends was telling me yesterday that she actually called her parents and told them she loved them because she was so convinced that she was about to die. Yeah. Um, and it's really serious. Like your first one, that's how you feel. I My very first one ever was years ago when we lived at the Battery and, or no, but I felt like one time I felt like I was having a heart attack. Another time I felt like I couldn't breathe. So I ran outside for fresh air, um, even though it had nothing to do with anything in my apartment. I just felt like I couldn't breathe and needed that air. And I've 
Panic is the physical. Was, was I around at the battery one, or was that a miss? Or did you not remember that correctly? Because I don't remember you ever having one. You were around at the battery, but I said to you, just to let you know, I think I'm about to have a panic attack. Um, I'm not. I'm okay, but I'm I'm panicking right now. Um, and it, it's like a physical <clears throat> manifestation of anxiety, and anxiety I've dealt with for, you know. Excuse me. For years, um, and I take anxiety meds for it, and I've taken anxiety meds through two pregnancies, and I was really hoping to avoid that <laughs> for this pregnancy, but it was really, I felt very out of control on Tuesday night, and I couldn't come down from it, and Jeff said to me at one point, like, this is not about ego, because I was really upset about not doing a show, and he's like, you have to physically take care of yourself. And right now your responsibility is to take care of the baby also. Like, so we need to make sure that you're okay and the baby's okay. The show's got to wait. Like put the ego down for a minute because this is not good. Well, everything has to to wait. And 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 it's so, this is good. I, I'm struggling with how to, I want to talk before the end of the year about our entrepreneurship journey. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I'm worried that it's going to be somewhat boring, but I'm also kind of. We also talk about our lives and that's part of our life and people can skip an episode or whatever. Mm -hmm. But. Um, you get this sense of there is. It, at times when you are self-employed, there are moments when you when it hits you that you're responsible for everything. Mm -hmm. And because we're at the end of the year, I think you and I are both feeling that. We're both feeling and we, it. And we got the baby. We know we're going to be out of commission for a few weeks when the baby arrives. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to have. We're trying to buy a house. We're trying to buy a house. Our housing situation is going to change in the first four months of next year. We're either going to buy that. We're either going to buy the house we're living in or we're going to move. Mm -hmm. Right. Which is not going to be fun you know, with a new baby. Mm -hmm. um, and when these moments hit you that you're responsible for every aspect of your existence, your personal well-being, the children that you're raising, the food on the table, but also your livelihood, mm -hmm. you get this sense that you've got to put the occupation, the entrepreneurship, the business ahead of everything else. And you and I have both been feeling it. And I think you. I think that was what triggered it. I so that's why I took my point with all that was that's why I said you've got to physically remove yourself from anything that doesn't involve taking care of you and the baby. He kicks me out of the office yesterday, more or less, because he's like, "I need you to not be sitting here in front of your to do list. I need you to just get out, get take a walk, get some fresh air, do whatever you got to do. Just get out of here." Because you got to take care of yourself. And, you know, it's really, for me, I know what it was. It's it's all of these things that would normally happen. Plus the, excuse me, the baby. Um, I can feel her moving down, which happens in your third trimester. I'm like nine weeks today from my C-section today. A little less, like eight and a half weeks from my C-section date. Um and so she is in there and it's totally normal for the baby to go lower and I can feel things happening lower. Like she's not in my ribs anymore. And so that means 
she's like, okay, yeah, it's like we're getting ready to like, you know, not tomorrow, maybe tomorrow, but like we're getting ready to like make something happen because that's what babies do. She's moving. She's moving. And what Callie is experiencing is the equivalent of she she has purchased some moving boxes and she started to put some stuff in them. She's starting to like pack up her little place in there. And that has caused me a tremendous amount of anxiety on top of just life, end of the year, oh my God, the house, oh my God, how are we going to pay for all of this? Like, you know, just all these little things are, are piling up and then I'm worrying about her. So then my mind goes to, and if you are someone that is blessed to not have anxiety at all, this really, like my mom, this will make no sense to you whatsoever. Um, consider yourself lucky because this is like what goes through our heads uh, all the time. But then I'm like, okay, so I'm 31 weeks today and then I start googling possible implications of going into labor because I could panic myself into going into labor yeah um so I was trying to calm down saying this is not good for the baby like you've got to calm down you've got to breathe so I, I spent 30 minutes in the shower with the lights off trying to like breathe through like using breathing techniques and that wasn't working for me Ellie, um, did Ellie come in the, in when in the bathroom when you were in there yeah do you know what she said I'm going to go check on mama. We came upstairs to go in her playroom and she goes, I'm going to go check on mama. She's so sweet. So did she come look and she's like, you okay? All right, bye. Yeah, she came in and she was like, she's so sweet. So I was unplugging then. Then, of course, my mind is racing of like, okay, well, what could happen to the baby if she's born today? What if I send myself into labor this week because I'm so panicked because and my heart rate's out of control now. I get out of the shower. I'm measuring it on my Apple Watch. Jeff took my blood pressure. Um, It was way higher than it needed to be and then i was like jeff i gotta go outside because it was kind of cold um on tuesday night your your heart was racing your blood pressure was outstanding yeah my blood pressure was fine um but my heart was higher than it should be um and then i was like i gotta go outside can you hang with ellie and and the dogs for a minute so i walk outside and it was cold outside and i was wearing like a tank top and like some shorts and that the cold air hitting my face felt really good. And then I started panicking again um, and I could feel my heart racing. So we have a table that collects water when it rains and I knew that water was going to be cold and I stuck my hand into it um, to kind of jolt myself back into reality. Cause I think that is what helps you get out of your panic attacks is forcing yourself into the present. And with anxiety, the tools that I've used and learned from therapists and my psychiatrist um, are, you know, rationalizing my way out of the anxiety. That wasn't working for this and it doesn't work for me with panic. So I sometimes, you know, people um, like Robin used to have panic attacks and she used to like wear a, um, you know, hair tie on her wrist or something and smack herself back into the present um, and so I stuck my hand into that cold water and it was not a switch, but I could definitely feel different really? after I did that. So I kept doing that and feeling the water and then asking myself, you know, this is a mindfulness ex- exercise of how does it feel? How cold is it? How does it feel when the water is running off the tip of my fingers? Cause when you're in that and that's what you're focused on, you're not focusing on you got to stop panicking. You're, you're hurting the baby. You're hurting the baby. The baby's not going to be okay. You're focused on how does this water feel when it drips off my finger? And that sounds ridiculous, but it really helps me. 
So anyways, that's what we were dealing with. And I, I went when, to bed. At... When it first started, I asked Callie because I could tell she was off. And I said, what is wrong with you? Are you okay? And and her response was, well, I can feel the baby moving. And I'm starting to get worried about where my water is going to break. Because when Ellie showed up, Callie got out of bed and realized that her water had broken, mm-hmm. started to break, however, whatever. Uh while we were asleep, and then it was on the floor, the hardwood floor of our bedroom. Yeah, right. And so it w- it was private. It was for it was very con- Ellie was very convenient. So convenient. It was my first day of maternity leave. I wasn't at work. Yeah, and it really hadn't crossed my mind since I had a scheduled C section that she would come early. That never crossed my mind. I don't know how. Now it's all I can think about with this one. So I'm like, where is it going to happen? What if it's it breaks and it's time to pick up Ellie at school? Like and. They're not rational thoughts because we have solutions for all of these things, but I just have been so particularly anxious, and and I started telling Jeff that. The one thing that I learned about being pregnant is you don't – generally speaking – I mean, I'm not trying to cause more panic, but we do have that one friend of yours who gave birth in the passenger seat of her car. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. Um, But most times – you have a little bit of time. When you called your doctor after your water broke with Ellie and you said to the doctor, can I make a piece of toast and take a shower or do I got to rush in? And the doctor was like, do you feel contractions? No. Yes. Take a shower. Get your bag. I don't even know if your bag was completely ready. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, and then in we went. I mean, we got to the hospital within an hour of that happening. Mm-hmm. But right. Um there's nowhere that we're going to be that's going to have you less, that's going to have you, one, be alone, mm-hmm. right? If you're home alone, I'm at the office or at the store. I'll, we don't travel within 10, so I'll be home right. within 10 or 15 minutes. If you're at the office, you can literally walk to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're at the, the office, it happens, nobody's here, you walk outside, and somehow you've got four flat tires. Mm-hmm. It, it would be faster for you to walk to the hospital than it would for you to wait on AAA or somebody. Yeah. So you're going to be fine. And if it happens at the office, think of this story, the full circle story. We were signing the lease for our office. Do you remember this? And in the middle of that, you found out you were pregnant. Yeah. Yeah. So imagine if we're in that same office. Industrious, you need to sponsor my child forever. Yes. Um, and, and your water breaks. What a beautiful first full circle moment. But that like that kind of panic that doesn't like help at all. Like it just makes me feel more panicked. So it's totally illogical. Um, but it is how I feel. And just so know if there's a day that we don't have a show, I'm going to try to do my best. But Jeff and I have decided from this point, we do what's best for me and the baby. And if we don't have a show, um, I would in a perfect world, love to let you know ahead of time, but it may just not be about that. After I had my little outdoor experience, I went inside and I said, I think I need to go to bed. And it was like 7.15 and and I went to bed and was able to get to sleep and then woke up feeling a little bit better, but I still am feeling not great. Um, I'm gonna record the show and then I'm gonna leave, leave our office and um, try to disconnect for the rest of the day. Um, but that's what happened. And, um, I, I feel I woke up on Wednesday feeling incredibly guilty that we didn't do a show and Jeff has been 
talking to me about how ridiculous that is because this is first. Yeah. This comes first. This is first. And also we have the most kind and generous and understanding upside family and zero people are going to say what she's eight months pregnant and they're doing end of year business stuff and they uh have a toddler and they didn't do a show i hate them (laughs) i mean there's probably one or two people but for the most part uh time named taylor swift person of the year and i Absolutely 1,000% agree with it. I feel like had it been anyone else, everyone would have been like, what? Well, th- no, because there were, there were, I was fully expecting it to be somebody in the Trump orbit, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or, pull, th- take that out, somebody in the presidential politics storyline yeah okay so um i actually my guy i read an article i thought it was just going to be prosecutors in general Mm -hmm. right because there are prosecutors for trump there's prosecutors for hunter biden there's investigations into this there's investigation i can't even keep up with all the news Mm -hmm. but i know that there's just a lot of stuff going on and then I thought, well, it could also be Putin, right? Mm-hmm. All eyes are on him, mm-hmm. Russia, Ukraine, mm-hmm. all of that. Um, and then, you, you know, Ukraine stuff. And it just, I just, and then when I saw it was Taylor Swift, I thought, you know what, Time Magazine, the world needs this. Time, well, and I think Time knew that. They said, because they're trying to pick a person who represents the last 12 months of life and like 8 billion people on the planet. Um, and they, this year, said they wanted to pick her because she represents joy and she's someone who's bringing light to the world. And I will say, I think this year that is so needed, but I do like, much like Barbara Walters' most fascinating people, it's not like a popularity contest, right? It's not who likes you the most. It's who is impacting the world that's representative of our year. Um, so they've had, I mean, Hitler was Times Person of the Year twice. Um, you know, Joe Biden was, Elon Musk was, um, pre- former President Trump was. Um, and then there's, I like also when they do groups of people, like how you said maybe it would be prosecutors. In general. In general, yeah. right. Like, um, you know, they did the... Silence breakers the year that the Me Too movement was happening, like all the women yes. who have come forward, like because it was such a powerful it had such a powerful impact on the world. All all of those people you named deserving of it and newsworthy. Yes. But the reason that I like tell and I know people are gonna say, well, what is you know, what what has she done? Whatever. I'll tell you what she's done. And this goes back to a conversation I had with the comedian Jeff Foxworthy. Which I I it was a was a pivotal life changing point in time for me. We were we we I got to have lunch with Jeff Foxworthy, and I was asking him for career advice because I w- w- had been working. You were feeling stuck. I was feeling stuck. I've been working a morning. I've been doing the silly prank phone calls in the you know of the War of the Roses crap, and I was. Th- you were bored. I was bored, 
it was the same it was the same little skit you know what i mean i was i was dancing the same dance mm-hmm. and i was starting to question my worth as like a human being right i'm like what am i doing what how am i helping the world mm-hmm. be better like if i went and got a job and 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 figured out how to be a loan officer and went to work at a bank, I would be helping people buy homes. Mm-hmm. If I went into the, to, to you know, a, took a government job, perhaps I could affect change. If I, t- I, I don't know, if I became a teacher, a police officer, whatever, I just, I was like, should I just go get a job? This is so weird what I do for a living. And he said, do not discount the absolute value of and the power of simply being an entertainer because people need that Mm -hmm. they need to be entertained they need to laugh they need to escape they need to have a favorite person who helps them get away from it all and from the moment he said that i just started to look at it differently I, i started to look at the entertainment industry as as more of a necessity than a frivolous existence it's like music yeah yes yes and so taylor swift lover or hater hundreds of thousands of people and and think she's deserving or not deserving you can't deny that hundreds of thousands of people spent over a billion dollars to be entertained by her she impacted economies she improved lives she gave people things to look forward to Mm -hmm. she gave people an escape she gave people stuff to talk about so a thousand percent deserving and um i'm to be completely candid and honest uh i am so glad that it's not a typical newsworthy person because i needed the break yeah. I needed to read the Taylor. And I don't know if you saw the cover. Did you see the cover? Her four different covers? Yeah. Did you see the one? I never thought I would look at a picture of uh, a crazy cat lady with a cat wrapped around her neck and go, wow, she's hot. But she somehow made cuddling with her cat look sexy. Did you see that one? No. She literally is wearing her cat like a scarf. There are two kinds of like categories of people um, that overlap kind of in a Venn diagram that I can think of in my head. One of them is the person that loves to cook, right? Caraway has something for everybody. So there's the person that loves to cook, right? And then in the other circle, you have people that like to be prepared and like to prepare their week ahead. So even if they're not cooking, they like to store and make sure their food is in their fridge for the week. Well, Caraway products are absolutely gorgeous. They have these amazing modern colors. Their storage food prep set is so beautiful. Um, that's something that I would love because I already own the Caraway pots and pans in this beautiful cream color. The holidays are closer than ever, so make sure you order by December 15th to get their gift or yours underneath the tree in time. Caraway Homes non-toxic kitchenware features a chemical-free ceramic coating so food can be prepared with peace of mind that no hard-to-pronounce chemicals will get into your healthy ingredients. It's also so easy to, easy to clean. I use my pans every single day. So does Jeff. I use mine to 
to make my morning eggs, and it's really easy to clean off because of that amazing ceramic coating. Visit carewayhome.com upside10 to take advantage of this limited time offer for up to 20% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners and won't last long, so visit carewayhome.com upside10 to get new kitchenware before the holidays. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. How about a stress-free holiday season? Impossible. How about a less stress holiday season? Doable thanks to HelloFresh. You can skip the grocery store and save a lot of time with easy, tasty recipes delivered right to your door. Some of our recent favorites include the turkey chili and for Ellie, these little kid make their own homemade pizzas. So good. So spend your time this month relaxing as much as you can, shopping for the gifts that you want to get for the people that you love and taking some of the chaos out of hosting by focusing on stuff that's important. Going to the grocery store, not one of those things. We loved the turkey chili. We loved having it for dinner, and then we loved the leftovers the next day or two for lunch. If you want to make HelloFresh cooking fast and easy part of your holiday plans, use the code UPSIDEFREE, and you will get free breakfast for life. That's one breakfast item per box while your subscription is active, so you get free breakfast for life. But you got to go to HelloFresh.com slash upside free and the code is upside free hello fresh america's number one meal kit you don't have to know a ton about makeup to be into thrive cosmetics and that's what i love the most about it it is easy straightforward makeup now whether you prefer something a little fancier this holiday season like a smoky eye or a frosted glam or you're just like me and you are like let's get it on with the eyeliner and throw on some lip gloss or some lipstick um, Thrive Market has something for you. You've probably seen their viral toy- turquoise tubes all over your social media, like their best-selling Brilliant Eye Brightener and award-winning tubing mascara. Thrive Cosmetics is certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, and it's made with clean skin-loving ingredients. Now, if you are going to a holiday party this season, I know there are a lot of like favorite things parties. Thrive would be a great gift for the favorite things party or for a white elephant. I always like to give things for the holiday season that people are actually going to use because if I'm going to spend my money, I want someone to get use out of it, right? Also, when we gift Thrive Cosmetics, it helps Thrive Cosmetics give back all year long for every Every product that we purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates to products and funds to help communities thrive. Right now, you can save extra on pre-made sets that include best-selling products like the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara, the Infinity Proof Eyeliner, and their Luminous Bright Eye Brightener, which is my favorite. It is a lazy girl's best friend because all you have to do, it's like this little creamy stick and you put a little dot. Um, on like the corner of each eye right near your nose and it makes you look awake and amazing and takes so little effort. Give the gift of Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash upside. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash upside for 20% off your first order. Let's talk about shortcuts. The holiday season is here and it's going to be busy even if you are all planned and organized and everything things are still going to come up 
to make it busy. So take any shortcut that you can. How about with hydration? Liquid IV is a great daily tool to help you stay hydrated, which means your mind is clear and your body is optimizing, is, uh, is operating at its optimal performance. Liquid IV is for everyday hydration, not just sports and high energy situations. It tastes great. It's so convenient and they have sugar-free flavors. One stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink. Get liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or go to liquidiv.com. Use code UPSIDE at checkout. L-I-Q-U-I-D-I-V.com. Use code UPSIDE at checkout for 20% off anything you order for better hydration starting today. You have a habit that I have to bring up to you. And Jeff and I have said, you know, in our marriage, if something bothers you, say it. Because sweat, sweat the small sweat stuff. Sweat the small stuff. Because if it really, really bothers you, even if it's small, then you just let it manifest, manifest, manifest. And then some people after a 10 year marriage, when at the start of their divorce process will scream out loud, I hate that you never changed the toilet paper roll. Right. Which Jeff did in his marriage. So his second marriage philosophy is sweat that stuff. Yeah. And if it bothers you, say it. So then it doesn't become a monumental issue. Because you're taught over and over again, don't sweat this. Well, don't let something as small as an, you know, the toilet seat a left toilet up. Seat yeah. or, or, or a, uh, you know, never filling the dishwasher. Don't, that's not a big issue. Like save your arguments for when they gamble all your money away or cheat on you with nine different people or whatever. No. If every single morning you wake up and her dirty pajamas are on the floor in front of your sink in the bathroom and you got to step over them and every day you think, why can't she just dump them on her side of the bathroom? Don't let it build up. Don't let it build up. Say it. I think I said to you on the show one time and you haven't done it since. So I say thank you that Jeff would take his belts off every day and put them on the bed and it looked like a snake on the bed and it for whatever reason, just drove me crazy. And it's not a big deal. It's not a divorceable offense. But oh my God, stop making our bed look like there's a snake on it. And you haven't done it since. So yep, I coil up my belt every single time. <laughs> I wrap do. it around my hand and I'll put it on the track. Or if I set it on the bed, it's wrapped up. Because you love me. Yeah. And that bothers me. Now, the, the flip side of that is don't go saying stuff. Just... To be petty. say something. Look, it, it really has to bother you. You can't walk in the room once and go, God, why does he always throw his belt on the bed? And then you yeah. only think of it once a month. It has to be every single day. And then you bring it This I've been stewing on for like six months. Okay. So I got to tell you and be honest with you. And I don't know if you do this or not, but you have a habit of trying to fit really big conversations in when we're either about to do something else or I'm walking out the door (laughs) and you start it by saying, can I show you something really quick? And it's like, I'll come give you a kiss to say, bye, I got to go. I've got to go pick up Ellie for carpool, whatever you're like, let me just show you this really quick. And it turns into like a 30 minute thing. And I'm like, I am so excited that you are excited and want to show me this, but I have to go. Like I didn't pad 10 or 20 minutes when I was saying goodbye to do this. And then you walk in the studio today and you said, um, 
Can I just tell you one thing about, you know, before we were record, like I was sitting here waiting for us to record and then we had a 30 minute conversation about yep. something like it's never short stuff, but you always wait until either we're jumping into something else or until I'm leaving and then you spring it on me. And I feel like such a jerk because when it's important to you, I want to give it the time and consideration, yep. you know, um, but you always do it on me like I, last well, minute. <laughs> well, I will change that. And I, and um, there's something similar that I was going to mention to you. It's not as significant. It's not okay. a small stuff thing. But I think it, the only reason I'm bringing it up is because I think it's the same solution. Okay. I think, okay. I think you're we, not, you just want to make it clear that you're not being petty and saying, oh, no, well, yeah, no, you, you do, do this, this, you do this. Yeah. But I've been thinking about this because you have a habit of, do, of doing something similar. And I thought of a solution of it for it. Yeah. Just haven't brought it up yet. Um, and I think it's important that we start doing this now because our lives are only going to get more chaotic. Right. If you are thinking, if you have if you have a toddler and you have another baby on the way and you're thinking about um, starting your own business and growing your own business and also um, buying a house and doing it all in 90 days, don't. It's crazy. It's nuts. Not our brightest idea. Actually, it wasn't our idea. We were kind of forced into the situation. But continue. But here we are. <laughs> You have a habit of sometimes, of a lot, you just, you blurt things out. You just say. Yes. And so I'm in, in, in the way my brain works is I get, I'm a deep work guy, right? So when yes. I get started on something, I get way into You're it. You're in the zone. And then you pop in with, hey, can you show me how to record a how-to video on the computer? Hey, what's your password for blah? Yeah. Hey, can you do blah, 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 blah? Yeah. Hey, are you going to make chicken and dumplings this weekend? It's ADHD, man. Yeah, I do it all the time to but you. You just blurt it. I know. And I will say, yep, I'll tell you in a minute. And then five minutes later, there's a blur. So here's the solution that I think applies to both of us. I think we have the ability to say to each other, uh, put it on the agenda. Mm -hmm. And I think whether it's daily, twice a week, once a week, whatever, we just set a time where we go through our respective lists and cover all of that. Yes. Because it's both cases are unintentional disrespect of the other's time. Totally. And um, I, I think that could – it sounds really weird to have a, quote, meeting. Oh, I don't think it sounds weird really? at all. Well – with husband and wife, like, oh, let's have a meeting and go through our agenda. But I think it could I think it could serve us well. I think it would be helpful to you. And I need systems in place for the ADHD stuff because I need to like, you know, it's why I put my pills in the same place every day. And then I have a routine. Like I have to reel in some of the things I can't control, like the blurting by having a system. And I think maybe like keeping a Google Doc or something in front of me. So when I think of something I need to ask you. I just like write it down and then it just lives in there. And then when we get to our scheduled time or whatever, right. then we'll say, okay, let's go through this. Like, did you pick up the dry cleaning? Do I need to do that? Did you, you know, and it's a combination well, for us of work and, and marital stuff because we are married coworkers. Um, well, it's actually not. I mean, if I'm being totally honest about what you do, it's not the, hey, did you pick up the dry cleaning stuff? It's the... Interrupt what you're doing to help me with to something get I need to get. an immediate answer. Yeah. And I feel my personality is very much make, to take care of you. Yeah. So I is. will get up and come around the desk and say, okay, let me show you how to record this video 
Right. You know, and show you where the and give you the password. I'll right. log you in if it's not working. And then I come back and I'm completely lost. You know what's so, going to be fun in 2024? What? 2024 will be the first time since you've known me <laughs> that I'm able to take medication for my ADHD. I think it's going to change your life. Oh, it's definitely going to change my life because my life is so much harder without meds. But you've never known me as like efficient, productive, get something done, be in the zone, be focused, don't interrupt, you know, don't let my thought like sometimes I just you're like, why aren't you listening to me? It's the ADHD. And I cannot wait to see this 2024 journey of me getting back on medication because I think you are going to love it. Okay, here are your three random things for today. Your first random thing is that there is a city council candidate in Washington state. He lost his election by one vote, one vote. And let me tell you this. Oh, please. Please tell me that he voted and his wife voted and his mom and dad voted. He didn't vote for himself. He didn't feel comfortable voting for himself and he lost the election by one vote. He said he felt like it was narcissistic to vote for himself. You got it. You got to vote for yourself, people. And that is why. Here is your second. Oh, and he his message, by the way, out of all of that is your vote does count. Yeah. Uh, Here are five foods that you are supposed to eat within 24 hours of opening them or preparing them. Okay, some of these are kind of obvious. Others are uh, were fairly eye opening. Uh, Number one, hard boiled eggs. Really? One day after you peel them. So you keep them in the Um, shell. Here's the question, though. Don't you, when you steam them using that that little dash hard-boiled egg steamer thing that you got from Target, when you steam them, don't you have to poke a hole in the shell? Mm -hmm. So I wonder if that's the same, that's as dangerous. Oh, I don't know. But the reason the um, peeled hard-boiled egg things freak me out is because I've had packages you could buy two, like at the store, you could get two hard-boiled eggs that are sealed in like a plastic bag. Yeah. That are peeled. Right. Are, How long have those been? Yeah. Um, ground meat lasts just one or two days from when you unwrap it. Okay. That you needed to know. Yep. Uh, cantaloupe. Really? Yep. Once you cut into it, eat it within a day. Raw chicken, that seems obvious. Yeah. And then the last one uh, that I was completely shocked by is cooked rice. And the reason that shocks what? me is because it's the cooked. It's cooked, but apparently the rice breaks down and there like there's a bacteria within there. Okay. They could break down. But um that is much more dangerous if you keep the rice at room temperature. So if you cook it eat it, then immediately put it in the fridge. But uh, if you've ever made homemade fried rice, mm-hmm. the best fried rice comes from like, day-old white rice. Yeah. That's such a bummer. Um, okay, so Airbnb has... Oh, can I say one more thing? Yeah. Totally unrelated. Well, not unrelated. It has everything to do with rice. Do you know if you have cold rice in your fridge, do you know the best way to heat it, to reheat it? Mm. Put it in a strainer. Boil water and pour the boiling hot water over the rice. It brings it right back to life. Interesting. In the strainer. You pour it into a bowl and then you do it twice. You pour it one, two. um, And your third random thing for today is that Airbnb is offering one of their very cool packages. And this one has to do with a free stay at Santa's cabin for the holidays. Oh, that's so so fun. How cool is this? 
Um, Santa's official post office in Finland gets more than 30,000 letters a day from kids of all ages around the world uh, for Christmas. So to help the elves, Airbnb is offering you a free stay at Santa Claus's cabin in the Arctic Circle if you're willing to pitch in. Here's what you got to do. You got to work as fully fledged elves for a day at the post office and you're going to get a crash course from a chief elf that's going to show you how to sort letters and cross-reference the naughty and nice list. And, you know, they're going to empty uh, mailboxes and stamp stamp letters. After their elf duties, they get to enjoy a finished meal. They get to go snowmobiling, a trip to see the northern lights, and then a traditional Finnish um, sauna. So Santa Claus's cabin is fully decked out for the holidays. As you would guess, this day is free to book, but it's only available for one family of up to two adults and two kids. It's booking on a first come for first serve basis. And obviously you got to get to Finland. Um, and it's from December 18th to 21st. But how cool would that be if you went to Finland and got to be a part of Santa magic? I guess Finland is near the North Pole. I don't know where it is. I need to get a map. And those are your three random things for today. You are strong, you are brave, you're kind, and you always belong here.